All right. Um. Hi, internet. Um. How oh God. Oh. Maybe. Oh no. No. Is this a cold open? <laughs> no <laughs> setup. No nothing. This is an incredibly cold open. Also, my wow. lungs are bonkers. I wasn't trying to. We do, really are out of. I wasn't trying to do cold open. We really are out of practice. I was just talking, but we we can do a cold okay. open. We don't have to. I just. Okay. I just no, had no. to say here, words. Here we go. Let. Let's let's just, begin on something fun. Yes. Oh wait, Drew. Hey, Drew. Mm. Do you want to? Do you want to read my tweet? Oh yeah, yeah. You know not, what? Not on, not on Twitter. On in the Discord. Oh, <laughs> I copy pasted it. Let's see here. Thirty to fifty feral geese in the yard with my kid. Oh, <laughs> feral hogs! <laughs> feral hogs! Oh god, I love this I, boy. It's my I, favorite. I don't really know I how that. Uh, okay, let me pull. The, oh no, it's play back. How they did what that? Did what? I just got so many gooses in here. It's crazy. Yeah, I I think I'm gonna move mine up to ninety, and we'll see if that works out better. Yeah, it's just something I, I noticed. I was I was gonna work on that. Anyways, uh, I'm uh, turning mine up. I I've never changed that setting. I've always just kind of gone default. Um. Yeah. But, well, the problem with me is that if I go default and I get loud, mm -hmm. I will peak like crazy. I see. I see. Okay. And just like getting loud and peaking, so has our have our podcast peaked with this quality. <laughs> oh yeah. Put bro. all of this in. This is now the cold open. This is now this the cold open. I'm gonna do a, a clap just for the sake of I want to, but this is all staying. This is all staying. This I is all staying. <laughs> this is staying. And you listener, the ones that like this, you're welcome. We're thinking of you. We love you. And the ones that don't, stop being afraid of change. Like. Grow up. Get some help. Yeah, yeah, jeez, <laughs> come on. Hello, strangers on the internet. How you doing? It's been a minute. It's your boy Drew with a couple of other boys, and we just wanted to say hi and see if you're doing okay. Cause you know, you've been kind of quiet. It's not us, it's you. Yeah. 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 Listen, audience, <laughs> you never write, you never call. We don't know what you've been doing or who you've been hanging out with recently. Yeah. We'll worry. We, right? we just want to know if you're feeling okay. If if life's working out for you. If you're playing enough video games. If you're getting that content that you crave, where where three people talk about video games they really like and and you either agree with them or you're wrong and um you know that's what it's really all about <laughs> uh, for my part i just haven't been paying attention mm. oh my god yeah. is this why they, this is probably why they don't write because zach's not paying attention yeah. zach they want that they want that attention they want that I, attention I'm sorry they want that content i'll they want that cabin content. Where is the cabin content, Zach? Where's the cabin content? Yeah, where where is our bizarre alternate universe where we are recording in? That's that's what I want to know. Uh, you know, there uh, there was probably one of the probably one of the many multiverses that apparently exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Was I reading recently? There was some like, yeah, guys, uh, quantum physics. All those talks about multiple dimensions and universes becoming more accepted. Like. Oh, please no. I, I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that was picking up traction as like an official theory. Is that is that like string theory going on? Or is... I don't. I don't what? fucking know. I'm reading that on like uh, on Reddit, so you know how trustworthy that can be. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, then I'll, I'll leave that firmly in the camp of I want to believe and have some heavy skepticism. So I'm just, I'm going to do like a quick um, what this is about. Hi, listeners. It's legitimately been a while and we wanted to record an episode. We don't have a topic this time around. We just wanted to do a catch up and say hi. And um, we've all been playing some video games and life has been a little interesting for all of us. Think changes have happened on a personal level. And um, we're just kind of, you know, here to talk and see what's going on. And uh, that's, and most, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And listen, most importantly, the three of us wanted an excuse to talk about video games. Yes, that's exactly. Exactly. Just pure, <laughs> unadulterated video game talk with with no cruft or fluff whatsoever. <laughs> None of that madness. The magic is ruined. They they found out. We actually like games and stuff. Ah, jeez. I know. It's... It's gone. Ugh. It's gone. Ugh. We've lost the magic. We don't have that cynicism that we used to in our youth. Damn. Uh, uh. <laughs> what happened to us? <laughs> we used to be know. so angry. <laughs> um, so uh, has anyone been playing any games that they like on this track on this track of like positivity we seem to have today? Um, anyone got anything can... that uh, they want to jab on about? I've got a few, but I don't want to so, go first. <laughs> I'm... I'm somewhere deep in the mire that is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Ooh, mm-hmm. you've been talking about and that. I have, and it's like literally every time we were like going to plan this, I was like, I'm going to talk about Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. That's all I'm going to do. But I have been playing a crap ton of it. Uh, specifically, I've gotten through like one and a half playthroughs or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And... I'm having a good time playing it. Nice. It's a fun strategy game. I'm playing it on the easy mode difficulty. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I'm probably going to have to amp up. I'm going to have to bump it up the hard. Because like once you get to New Game Plus, like the game is trivially easy. Really? Um, but Zach, what is Fire Emblem Three Houses? <laughs> oh, Actually, Fire that's Emblem... really useful for me. Cause... Yeah, let's <laughs> slide over to the other side and describe things for a yeah. moment. So yeah. Fire Emblem Three Houses is a tactical is a sort of like anime it not anime but like it is very anime it's very anime but like the genre of the game is an anime it's, it's a tactics right. game um it is sort of like um it's like advanced wars or um final fantasy tactics mm-hmm. but uh and it's in which there's like a grid you have units you move them around and then they attack other units it's it reminds me a lot like D actually when you're playing it on a grid hmm. um i think that's so, fair yeah so, in this game, uh, you are playing as someone called Byleth. Um, other, you are a mercenary uh, who has the nickname the Ashen Demon, which doesn't come up till like halfway through the game. You're just like, why did no one mention that their fucking name was the Ashen Demon? <laughs> Jesus. So there was like guy, something right? they drop. It? <laughs> it's it's yeah, not yeah. a spoiler at all. Uh-huh. Like, oh no, no! I, I was gonna say, is this like something they drop as at like the very beginning of the game, and then like never ever mention again? No, they don't mention it for like the first third of the game. Oh, it's just that's unmentioned. really weird. And then it's brought up exactly once mm. to sort of like give context to some other thing somebody said, and then huh. never brought up again. And I'm like, what is it? Is it like a? That's, is it weird. like just that's like the a most badass fucking name? Why can't? Why can't you all just keep calling me the Ashen Demon? Did, I'm down for that. Did he earn the nickname, or is it just like a thing people do in this universe? Like, oh, it's earned. Okay. It is an earned nickname. Okay. okay. It, it, but it's earned before you started playing, which might be the reason why they don't keep calling it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, 
And you, but yeah, and you like so, it. You like three. I like it. Um, well, specifically, so to describe the rest of the game, you are uh, a professor at a monastery teaching a bunch of students. Mm-hmm. Those students learn to be better at murder balling, mm-hmm. um, which is what I affectionately call combat in this game. Always good. Mm-hmm. Always um, good. Just got to get that murder ball rolling. Is um, is is. It's the same kind of uh, Fire Emblem style of fighting, right? Like, it's turn-based, people die instantly, um, or they don't die instantly, but when they die, they're, like, they're gone, right? Like, you, your students will die so, and yeah, not come back. So, if, you're, if your student dies, there's, so there's two modes to the game. There's casual mode, mm-hmm. and there's classic mode. Oh, I'm... And in casual mode, uh, when your students die, they don't die, they just leave the battlefield and you get them back afterwards. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But in classic mode when they die on the battlefield they are gone they are just <gasps> dead so i play in casual catholic uh, casual the casual catholic um, mode <laughs> casual catholic mode uh i go to you. church I, that's like you know it's only my, at christmas listen there you, you go know, that's, that's a casual that catholic. actually that actually makes sense for you working at like a monastery because you're like you're a professor at i think is like a big church kind of yeah, thing and yeah, like yeah, the yeah. church is involved and stuff not like the catholic church but like a church is involved yeah, so I'm paying on, like, casual normal difficulty. Uh, normal difficulty is the easy mode of this game. It is really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like even on my first playthrough, it was very simple and easy to uh, to, to play the game. Uh, to, to, to play it on that difficulty mode. It Like, I was trivializing fights by the end of the game. Gotcha, yeah. Do, do you feel like that's just because you play a lot of strategy games? Because I feel like you do. Like, does it feel uh, particularly hard? Hmm. Or is it just, like, because you play this kind of game frequently? I think it's because... No, I, I genuinely think, like... All you have to know is <clears> that <throat> if you create a line of melee units... And then you stick your archers behind the line. Mm. You're probably gonna win. Like <laughs> you're good to go. I you're see. good. That's that's the early game strategy, pretty much. Mm. What later on? Got... Later on, your units get so powerful they're just individually running off into a corner and killing three units on their own. Mm. Interesting. I will say this, Drew. Uh, it is a bit different. I haven't played Three Houses though. Uh, from hanging out with Zach, I, I've picked up quite a bit of it. Mm. Zach is very much. Very much enjoys this game. He talks I'm about it a lot. I'm super chatty, all right? No, it, I, I like that you like it a lot. Um, all I was going to say, Drew, is to, to talk about its difficulty is I think another part of it is so you're playing as a professor and you have all your students and you get to kind of teach them different skills and you get to pick their class. Uh, that used to not be the case in the yeah. old games. The old games would like say, okay, here is your knight character. Here mm. is your paladin character. Here is your pegasus character. Yeah. Uh, not... I think in this one... Um, mm you can more finely tune what like a uh, group of characters you actually want like your army you get to more finely tune that to your play style so mm. so yeah yeah you get a lot more fine tuning in terms of like your troops right uh, probably but very interestingly like in the other fire emblem games you could actually switch classes mm. so like if you had a paladin you could switch classes for them to some other class as a way to sort of customize them. Mm-hmm. It's just that in this game, they've added a, uh, another layer to it. They've added skills in previous Fire Emblem games, but I don't know if you could have swapped them. Mm. Or like like uh, switching I, classes would have just set them to a different level. That one I don't know. To be to be totally honest, uh, I've only played Radiant Dawn and a couple, uh, maybe one or two on the Game Boy ones. So yeah. I'm really out of date of what modern Fire Emblem does. Mm. Like, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. hold on. I did play a lot of the mobile game. 
Oh, that's right. You were really hooked on oh, that right. for a long time. For a long yeah, then time. Then I stopped, and then it was like I can't get back into it because it's like I have no idea what's going on. I feel like that's what happened. Yeah, that that's actually what happened with me in Overwatch. Like it's impossible to get back in because everything has changed so much. Like mm-hmm. that that perpetual shift, that shift of how the game is played, is sad. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this question. Oh, so go ahead, Zach. Yeah. So. You, you can very finely tune, like, what skills you, the different characters have and, like, what they're able to do and how they're able to sort of manage it. Like, for instance, I took uh, Ash, which, who, who's basically designed to be, like, a thief. Mm-hmm. He's designed to, like, move down into the assassin track, but boy doesn't do enough damage. Mm. <laughs> so I am going to reroute him. I'm going to get him Brigand, um, yeah. which will get him the skill Death Blow, which means whenever he initiates an attack, he gets plus six strength. Mm-hmm any attack which means his bow attacks are also included in wow um and then i'm gonna move him down the wyvern knight track because those give insane Mm. strength bonuses Mm. Mm -hmm. and basically what i'm gonna do with ash is i'm just gonna turn him into like a wyvern knight who can also use a bow Mm. because wyvern knights are kind of broken sorry wyvern knight and then wyvern lord the final how how are they broken is it just like because they're archery I think you said they get, like, additional range or something like no, that. No, no, so so they get the Kanto ability. So Kanto is, uh, when you, when when you like, make an attack or take an action, you can move afterwards. So normally what it's just... What the fuck? Really? Yeah. So here's how you, you, you abuse Kanto on a bow character. You okay. run up to them, you, like, you move, and, and mind you, Wyvern Knight is not obstructed in any way with, with their movement, and they're able to just mm-hmm. move over walls and stuff, because they're a flying unit. So you move them into a position where they can shoot somebody, mm-hmm. like maybe on like a wall or something, and then you have them conto back behind the wall. And then the, the other guy can't get them because they're behind a wall now. Yep. Wow. Wyvern mm. Knight is kind of broken. The other wow. one, the other broken unit, the other master unit that's kind of broken is Bow Knight, but you don't want to slap somebody with Bow Knight until the very end, like until you've already completed some other stuff to get your stats good. But Bow Knight basically is a knight so they have a bunch of uh movement and then they get like plus two range uh-huh so they're able to like shoot people from like four tiles away gotcha uh zach it... i i have some questions for you about fire Emblem three houses um, sure all right this is, this is kind of mechanics thing so in this one uh we talked about how you could more finely tune your army uh you kind of alluded to this already there are some character classes that are or, like how do I put this? Your students kind of come with their own skill set and what they yeah. want to learn. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. Is it beneficial more to like keep them on that track or is it better to like just kind of do your own thing? I guess what I was trying to figure out is, is it is it when you're playing the game, is it really more freeform or is it like you really should have one of like every kind of unit? Kind so, of I mean, our friend, our good friend Drew, not the one here, but the other Drew. Mm hmm. The shorter Drew. Ah, uh, yes. What is Cat's, uh, thank you for you, it's like, uh, Grande and Decaf? Yeah. <laughs> Something like I, that. I feel like, hey, listen. Uh, Grande and Decaf, I feel like that's been around for a while. Uh, listen, my, be, I don't know. my, my family calls them, uh, Drew Classic and Diet Drew. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. All right. So enough, enough, it's wha- so good. Anyways, so. 
Remember, the... remember that time when what both were Drews were about? on the podcast? When it was it was a Drew sandwich episode about D and D with you, Zach. Remember oh, that? God. I do remember this. I do remember this episode. It was it was some fun. Uh, it's deep in the archives for anybody who's listening. It's it. It's like episode so, three. What, or what was what was the question you asked me? Oh, I was more generally. I was asking uh, party composition and army composition. How oh, important is that to like yeah. completing the game? Because so. Uh, I yeah. guess I'm trying to figure out, like, it would really suck if it's like, hey, the game's very freeform, but then you're going to get hella stuck if you haven't done these exact kind of builds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you don't need a totally well-balanced army. Mm-hmm. Like, people suggest, like, if half your army is Wyvern Lords, you're probably fine because they're a broken fucking unit. Mm-hmm. But you, generally speaking... You want somebody on Healbot. You want like you want like one or two healers at least on the board, uh, mm-hmm. preferably like two, uh, maybe even three. But like you're gonna you know like but you generally speaking are gonna cover that because you're gonna have like three or four casters, right? Yeah. Like you're gonna have up to like five casters on your team, so you can just sort of slot in. You know, you, there's a certain number of them or have healing abilities. And most of the time, like, the game kind of leans each character in a certain direction, like, has a kind of, like, you might want to go this way. And so, like, the first time running it, I would suggest just doing that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just sort of, like, following the path the game has kind of laid out for you. Um, And and also exploring their uh, options in terms of, like, sometimes they'll have, like, secret skills that they can pick up and they'll have, like, hidden talents and things like that. And so I would highly suggest right, right. looking looking into like that kind of stuff because that's kind of what I did on my first playthrough and I very much sort of enjoyed that. But mm-hmm. like on subsequent playthroughs, I would say like go nuts. Like okay, go, so like, so it is like if you well can piece together kind of like that. Yeah, so so like your main character, uh, Byleth. Mm-hmm. Byleth really likes swords. They are very much a sword user, right? Yeah. But like my current Byleth is decent at swords because you know it's got to be decent at swords but i i just i teched this byleth into being good at uh at reason and faith because i wanted to turn her into into a gremory uh because i wanted her to be like a powerful like mage that sort of supports and assists the party gotcha okay so i that's what i did with my particular byleth in this run and like i said earlier like ash who's designed to be like a thief or an assassin I'm going to stick him on a fucking flying unit and have him go fly around and unlock doors for me. <laughs> uh, and I mean, that's his personal skill. But yeah, so you can kind of take them whenever, whatever direction you want. Um, it just mm-hmm. gets a lot easier to sort of like specialize certain characters uh, on subsequent playthroughs. Gotcha. Uh, I would also suggest on your first playthrough, professor level is the most important thing you want to level up. Mm, gotcha. Okay. What, yeah. what is prof- I, I say that specifically level. because... Professor, okay, so professor level determines the number of actions that you can take um, when you're, like, running around the monastery, the amount of times you can instruct your students, oh. and, like, the number of combats that you can do. Oh, so there's kind of, like, the a, like, a time management outside of the combat thing going on. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, that might be, So is it kind of like Persona then? Because I know there's those systems yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was... it, it's a bit like that, yeah cool because i think like you you are on like a moving calendar thing there are like certain events that come up um and that's usually this 
I think this is brand new to the series, this kind of system. Yeah, um, yeah Because most of the time it was very mission-based and you were like, okay, here's mission one, mission two, mission three, and there was no going back. This one is more like you'll have like four weeks to like instruct your students, get to know them, get to yeah. um, kind of help specialize and help them learn stuff. And so um, then like events will come up that you need to go deal with. Mm. Yeah, so the entire game revolves around like a week system. Like mm-hmm. you are instructing week per week per week. And then each week is is subsumed into a into a month. How's and the so uh, each month is sort of the main mission, and then you have like a bunch of smaller things you do before the main mission. Yeah, let me ask this question because so because it's kind of like a Persona game now. Um, Zach, you remember Persona Five? You had to be very <laughs> careful with your time, otherwise you wouldn't get some of the things you wanted to do, like. It's like, hey, did you not eat dinner at this or uh, oh, this right. meal or something yeah, yeah. on this date? Well, your stats are going to be nowhere near what they need to be to actually so, do this. So Does this avoid the problem or this is, run into it? So you can't avoid the problem. Um, and while, like, in in there is one aspect of the game where it is very much like Persona. Like, if you want to get it all in one run, and like mm. in your first... So on your first playthrough, if you want to recruit every single person, it is possible just really hard just very difficult (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know if it's like genuinely possible like on your second playthrough you you'll get it if you want it Mm -hmm. uh because of how the system works like new game plus you're allowed to like so the reason why i say max out your professor level on your first playthrough is that on new game plus you are allowed to at a certain point just max out your professor level to the highest level you had previously gotten Mm-hmm. So if you get to max level on your first run, then on the second run, the second you're able to, you can push your professor level to maximum. Um, and that that kind of helps it with the being able to more easily able to recruit characters and yeah. build them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it'll give you a lot more actions to take. It'll give you more combats mm-hmm. to do. Like it gives you a massive leg up. Hmm. That probably they probably did that because I think this I think you were just saying a little bit earlier. This is one of those games that you you want to play through multiple times because there are multiple routes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, like I'm on my second playthrough i'm playing blackie Ooh. um can i you know what can i give I my hot takes say. on these houses because i haven't oh, played go for Lions, it. but because i was gonna say i don't think you've actually said like yeah. why it's called three houses at all so it's called that three was houses. like a major deal because there's three houses uh there's the Adrestrian empire um called the black eagles so so each of the houses represents like a different sort of faction so the black eagles is the representative faction of the Adrestrian empire there's mm-hmm. the Blue Lions, which is the representative factum of the Kingdom of Fargus. And then there's the Golden Deer, which is the representative of the Leicester Alliance. These are three factions in the uh, land of Fodlan. And so I, on my first playthrough, uh, mm-hmm. did uh, the Golden Deer. I did the <clears throat> Golden Deer route because I like Claude the most, pretty much. <laughs> oh my like, god. I like Claude the most. A buddy of mine did them first. And uh he described them to me as sharing a collective brain cell (laughs) (laughs) is that sam i think that was sam oh what's sam (laughs) so sam described the golden deer to me as a whole house that shares one collective brain cell and i was like this is the house for me i like i'm ready for some goofy shenanigans right and let Mm -hmm. me tell you i got some goofy shenanigans like i'm pretty like there's some dark things that still happen, but the Golden Deer route has the least, like, bad shit happening to people. Like, everything bad that happens to, to... The worst things that happen on that route happen before you enter the game. Like, it's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I gotta be honest. From do do you want to talk about that that past bit? Uh, just because that that was also in like the trailers. I remember that was kind of a big deal with this game. Oh right, because there's yeah. So uh, there's a time skip in the middle of the game. You basically jump to five years later, and everybody's five years older, and they're all at war now. That's part of the premise. So so Drew, all those delightful children you've gotten to know through the years. Now you get to see them as slightly older adults. Uh, like, wow. Sounds amazing. I can see that being fun. That's like uh, yeah, actually, Naruto Baruto, right? Like one thing, Naruto kinda, Shippuden. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is like that. It's like Shippuden. Much more like Shippuden. Yeah. I, li- I like time skips. It's kind of fun to see that, like, you know, progression, but without all the fluff mm-hmm. in between. You know what I really like about it? What? Hmm. Because they don't, they don't let you romance anybody until five years later. Say again? You're gonna have to elaborate. So, just there are romance options in the game. You, there's support uh-huh. levels that you can have with each one of the students, and once you get to max level, um, like right before the last battle, they allow you to choose one of them as a, like a romance option, right? Uh, oh, okay. okay. So you, you like uh, that it's like you have to kind of get to know them a bit more, and it's not just a spur of the moment romance it's at, thing. Yeah, it's at the end of the game. You can only do it at the end of the game. Frankly, it's slightly awkward where you're standing, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You, you'll Would know you when get you get off there. the corpse of this dragon. Stop proposing here. Yeah, it's it's a bit like that. You'll you'll be you'll be standing at a place and it'll feel like a solemn moment, and then you're like, mm-hmm. "Who are you romancing?" And I'm like, "I don't know how I feel about this one." Uh, but I, I want to ask though. Like, these are your you're a professor, and these are your students? you are a professor, and these are your students. Uh... Well, all of the students are aged like you. By the way, your character. I don't know if this is... This is by, kind of a spoiler, the, but your character is an adult who's just barely older than most of the students. Some of them are older than you. Okay. So, um, so Drew, there's so, a weird thing they pull. They pull this, this anime thing. It's like, uh, when you say professor, you're not like an old dude. You're about their age, maybe slight, like a year or two older, mm-hmm. because you're just that exceptional of a student. Uh, well, I don't think... No, it's not that you're an... Ex- it's not that you're an exceptional student. It's that you're an exceptional mercenary and your dad's famous. Oh, mm. uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So nepotism. So, so, so it's... I think there's still something to be said about, like, student relationship, but I get it. Like, it's it's not like a 50-year-old dude and, like, like a young college student. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's nothing like that. Like, like, the professor is in the same age category as all the other students. In fact, like, mm-hmm. before you become a professor, you can talk to all the students and, like... Like, I'd say, like, a good number of them will be like, oh, hey, are you joining our class? Oh, okay, like, okay. Psych. And then you become psych, the professor, the and they're like, work. huh. Okay, now it just sounds familiar. Okay, I got it. I got you. I got you. Yeah, and so, so like, the romance options is way less, like, awkward. But mm. you can't romance anybody as a professor. Like, like when you are their professor. Oh, okay. The, before the time skip. Oh, Like, you can't get romantic okay. with any of them. Okay, I appreciate that, actually. That, uh, okay. Now, now that I have the context, I get it. Thank you. Yeah, the game is... has safely dodged this issue. <laughs> it has safely dodged this issue. Um, so, and which it was an issue in previous Fire Emblem games. Oof. But <laughs> let me tell you, it's, it's some wolf. Um, we, but but you're enjoying this one. Dodge... Though. You're enjoying this one. I I didn't I did very much enjoy this one. Uh, they dodged. They did not dodge one other romance thing that is very awkward. Oh, mm. let's hear about it. Let's hear about it. <laughs> I can't without getting into spoilers. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's because you can A-rank most characters. Um, mm-hmm. There are certain characters that it's like, Ugh. I see. Okay. So it's kind of like who you can A-rank and who you can't kind of deal. 
Yeah, I think yeah, I remember yeah. seeing stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I've been very much enjoying the game. Excellent. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you've been enjoying it. I I await your uh, your analysis after you've. I think there's four uh, routes. There's four routes. There are four routes. Um, I'm gonna finish this route and then I'm gonna wait for the uh, their big DLC expansion mm-hmm. before starting the next two routes. Nice. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. Because fuck yes. The, there's a merchant in the game. Her name is Anna, and mm-hmm. she's there, like, in the pre-battle menu. Like, when you're setting up for battle, you can go to the marketplace. And when you go to the marketplace, Anna's always there. And then she becomes an actual vendor, and so she's, like, the highest grade shit. Apparently, in the DLC that they're going to release, you can recruit her. Finally! <laughs> then you have a merchant on your squad? I don't know, but, like, it's funny. <laughs> well, we await your update on this game. Uh... I... I have one last thing thinking... to say oh, about these. Sorry, I have to give my opinion on these houses. I oh, your hot takes. Gotta, that's right. Got to get those hot takes. Let's hear them. So, hot takes. Uh, I haven't played Blue Lion, so I'll give my hottest take on them. Mm-hmm. It's nerds. It's like, Just nerds, right? It, no, it's not nerds. It's not nerds at all. Uh, like, they're basically like, ever, all of them know each other? Oh, like, they're very clicky. Not they're they're very clicky. They're very very clicky. Oh no! And that's gonna get me in trouble with some friends. Oh dear! Right? Hmm. Who don't believe that to be true somehow? When there's like four people in that house who all grew up together. Mm. But yo, we blue lions. We ride together. We die, we die together. together. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, that is how blue lions goes. Like, uh, and then there's the black eagles, who I would describe as. No one likes each other, and half of them are way too edgy. Mm, I see. I see. Like, there's there, there's some mix between, like, goth, nobleman, and, like, just, like, unhappy, or, or like, I don't know. They just, mi- they get so stuck up in their own shit. They, they're yeah. really lost in their own shenanigans. Uh, I, and. Okay. And some of them, some of them are, by the way, each of these, each of these houses has excellent characters in them. They, mm. like, all the characters are excellent, but, like, these mm. are my hot takes, all right? The golden deer, first of all, fear the deer. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> I fear every deer. Every possible deer. Car. Second of all, second of all, uh, they have the most charismatic characters of any house. Ooh. They have Claude. They, they by default have the most charismatic. I know, but like, but Claude, sexy man. He should have had a uh, a gay romance option. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a sticking point. Like Hilda, Hilda, fucking amazing. Ignatz, what a dude. Raph can't help but love the Raph. <laughs> like, there is, there are very few characters. It's like the unsociable characters in this house. Drew. Have charms of their own, get better, or like are just good characters on their own. Like they're all good. Like all Drew. of them are wonderful. This oh. sounds like some fucking golden deer propaganda, <laughs> oh. and I'll not have it here in this Black Eagle's house. Mm, mm, Zach, Zach, you got to stop with that. You got to be more fair. You got to be more fair to the other houses. You know, uh, the, the the blue lions. You haven't even played them yet. They might be more charismatic. I haven't. It's true. It's true. They might be more charismatic. I don't know. I I just... It's hard to compete when every single person in a house is a joy to watch. Even <laughs> fucking Lawrence. I... 
That kid got on my nerves so incredibly quickly. But you know what? He was always Still enjoyable. Like it was always like, <laughs> you're always having a time when Lawrence showed up and acted like a weird, weird prick. Mm. See, Drew, this is another game you can add to your collection of whenever you get a Switch, you can finally play this. Hey, when, as soon as yeah. Nintendo wants to, wants to deliver me what it promised five years ago, I'll be there. Until Good then. Point. Until uh, then. Anyways, They're never giving I, you Drew live drew lives simulator they're so, never doing it i just i just put i just put a switch in my hands and it's just a camera and it's the most realistic simulation of my life and i'll pay a hundred dollars okay. for it holy shit wow wild <laughs> crazy one last final note before we okay. move on mm -hmm. i just got so there's a dance competition in the game oh good uh and if you're if you're the character that you put in there wins then they they get the dancer class which is a strong good class you're pretty much guaranteed to win if you kind of know what you're doing mm -hmm. but in this game i i put in dorothea dorothea is a natural singer she used to be in the opera i was like solid her charisma is out the fucking door she's gonna win this mm -hmm. the other houses for reasons i will not entirely be able to fathom annette who is like i can't describe these characters very well but like annette not super great charisma Charming, but not super great charisma. Mm -hmm. Also there. Mm -hmm. uh, that came in from the Blue Lions. And from the Golden Deer comes your boy Claude. My boy and I was Claude. Like, what? This dance competition is like an opera singer, the most charming man in the school, and I'm sorry, Annette. And that's all I just wanted to say. <laughs> it was just a weird... It's just a, such an odd couple mm. scenario. Mm. Bizarre. Well, Zach, I'm glad you're enjoying uh, Three Houses Fire Emblem 2019. Um, any other yep. sweet hot games that you want to be talking about, or has that just consumed your entire life in the gaming realm? Uh, it's been like that and Dungeons and Dragons. Like, that's pretty much it, so. Alright. I, and well, I don't want to push too much on your guys' time, and I've spent way too much talking about Fire Emblem. Alright, fair enough. Um, Adam, do you have games that you want to talk about, or, or, or should I talk about games that I like to talk about? Uh, I can talk about some games I've been playing. Sounds great. What have you, you been doing? In the Adam world. Um, let's see. Did I already talk on the podcast about Bloodstained? Um, I think. I don't know. I, you might there was There was chatter for for it coming out. I, I don't think you ever gave like a formal like, this is how it plays. Okay. So, in lieu of saying, hey guys, still playing Breath of the Wild pretty much 24-7. <laughs> I also recently played, uh, played through a game called Bloodstained. It was... Uh, Bloodstain is the newest game from Koji Igarashi. Uh, he's the guy that made Igavania. Uh, you know, Drew, I think you played Symphony of the Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you were playing that. Yeah. He's the, he made that one. So the reason I say that is a hot take. If you've played Symphony of the Night, you've effectively have played Bloodstain. Oh, that, um, that's a little disappointing. I was hoping it was kind it, of absolutely a <laughs> not. It was actually fantastic because it was exactly what I wanted. Okay. Okay. Um, so, Bloodstained is the story of this girl named Miriam, who is all of these... Uh, she is a part of this alchemist's guild, and she is a... Oh my god, what is the name for it? Um, vampire? Is it Shardbinder or something? No, she has this power... Uh, it, she's called a Shardbinder, because in this world, uh, a bunch of magic is contained in these shards, mm. and they have had the... Her and this group of people in the alchemist's guild have had these shards like bound to her. And you find out, hey, the way we made these shards... There's some dark magic afoot. We should probably stop that. Mm. So you are playing as Miriam, who has to go hunt down her old friend, Jebel, 
who has taken some dope ass book thing you're like g bill you better stop that he's like no come find me at the top of this castle mm. bet you won't mm. and guess what what, what i happened? did oh i see that's what yeah but it... <laughs> <laughs> uh no it was uh so when i say it's exactly like uh, symphony of the night i'm i'm being a little general it is a an egavania so it takes place in this big mm-hmm. big castle but it, it was really cool because it took like every like mechanic from all of the old um egavania games and kind of melded them into this one so okay uh but it, while it's, you're exploring, it's not you like to... a, like a copy paste situation right it's not like the no, same no. game with a new coat of paint or anything because that that would be the only reason why i would be disappointed uh if it's just so, clearly from the same studio making another sweet game that sounds fine to me that yeah. sounds cool it, it's essentially do you remember mighty number no. nine yeah do you remember that at all yeah so i remember remember that, how yeah. Remember how Mighty Number no. 9 was supposed to be like the spiritual successor of Mega Man because Capcom wasn't making new Mega Mans? Yeah, yeah. Bloodstained is the spiritual successor to Castlevania because Konami seems uninterested to make new Castlevanias. Mm. So it really kind of fit that spot that's kind of been open um, since, they're, since they're just not making new Castlevania. Uh, it takes place in its own universe, but it very much is by the same guy. who. So it has a lot of his same kind of nuances and feels to it. You know, I'll put it this way. When I was going looking through the castle, um, it was very easy to be like, oh, yeah, you know, from all the Ega Vany games I've played, I bet there's a secret there. And bam, there's mm. a secret there. Uh, uh, but I, I really liked it. Um, I, I hear I, I hear the, there's Shovel Knight in there somewhere. He, I hear he pops up at some because point. Because Shovel Knight <laughs> has to be in everything. Shovel Knight is an enemy in the game. And then uh, so you can one of the things is every time you beat an enemy, mm-hmm. you can get something called a shard and then you put that on you and it gives you their ability yeah if you get shovel knight's shard you can start throwing rocks at people with a with his shovel (laughs) and then there's an armor set you can get that when you put it on just makes you shovel knight cool you get shovel knight's move set it was really weird nice playing uh, like shovel knight in this 3d castle Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Was was uh, that like a special thing they had to do, or because they don't own that property? Were they were they just like cool no. with each other, or what? I, I think it's just they they were really cool with each other. Uh, uh, way is it Yacht Club that made? Sh- yeah, Yacht Club made Shovel Knight, and mm-hmm. they seem like super chill to help like, out like any indie mm-hmm. like studio anywhere. Of like, hey, we have this really popular character, we're gonna help you, but also put Shovel Knight in her. Yeah, Ooh. Shovel Knight's everywhere. Nice. Yeah, Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight. They they pushed him so hard. He it feels like he's in everything, and I love it. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm I'm ready for Shovel Knight to just show up wherever. <laughs> Get ready, Shovel Knight's gonna be in Fire Emblem soon. Oh yeah, yeah. baby, time for the Shovel Knight. Uh, but Drew, I actually I actually think you'd really like Bloodstain because I remember uh, you were really enjoying Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like that one, I think you really would like Bloodstain. So I'll have to I'll have to bring it over to show you sometime and have you try it out. Yeah, you know I've heard some um, really good things, and it, it does look super cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to check it out more. Just uh, I can't. Yeah, I, I've uh, got my own stuff that I'm playing, so I can't justify a purchase. But like I'm in it. No, I'll I'll bring it over and uh, you can try it out and see. Because I I hear here. How do I word this? It is both a really good thing that it plays exa- like a lot like the old egavania games because that's like as a fan of those games that's exactly what i wanted Mm -hmm. um but it kind of shows its age a little bit because it is based around the same kind of mindset and game design mentality as those older ones Mm. where there have been some newer uh metroidvania or egavania style games that have maybe kind of expanded on it Mm. in a weird way for being so new it also really really feels retro in some ways interesting and that's not a bad thing 
but it's also like well put the, i mean it I was, it. it was sold on being kind of a retro throwback if because I, yeah, I saw the trailers and, I, and it looked like it was about like hey you like castlevania we're gonna deliver it so yeah, maybe yeah. maybe they just they like, were just like to hey we're gonna make a new part. castlevania game yeah <laughs> get get right and that's exactly exactly what they did so that's the only reason i'd say is like i think the knock i would have on it um without getting into too many of like the really specific yeah. issues uh, I've had. Cause they get like really nitty gritty kind of things of like, you're probably only going to be able to understand that. Like the game has some weird balancing things, but mm-hmm. I can't quite just des- like describe that. It, um, it, it's for correctly. your private uh, Castlevania podcast. Uh, it, it's for that is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. That, that gets too much into the, Hey guys, if you do this frame and balance it, this oh, way, I, uh, I, I, I can't do that. That's just, you don't want to sit for that. That's not my life. <laughs> that does give me an idea. Maybe I will have that solo episode with Bloodstain. Um, I mean, go for it. But yeah, I, that's that's what I've been playing. Um, I also want to say, so I backed that on Kickstarter, and I recently got all my little backer goodies, Ooh. and I'm really enjoying all that. What? So that's that's why it's been on my mind recently, because I it came out, I beat it within a couple weeks, because uh, I basically dropped everything to play it. Mm-hmm. And I was recently thinking about it again, because I got all the little goodies and knickknacks what kind of goodies and knickknacks like what what you get uh oh okay so i got a special little slip cover for the game uh i got the soundtrack Mm. um always nice the soundtrack's really good uh my brother played it for me when we were driving somewhere and Mm -hmm. i i really dug it i liked just like the mix of instruments they were using it's pretty cool yeah it's got some really cool tracks on there um because it, 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 its vibe kind of goes all over the place because each zone of the castle is very different oh. like you'll go from like hey here's this very gothic castle mm-hmm. psych there's a whole lava pit down under the castle so we're gonna have like a lava zone mm-hmm. kind of music got it got it and then uh and then i got just some like a little pin and a keychain stuff like that so uh overall nothing too too amazing but uh i have been digging it nice that's awesome man i'm glad uh, i've been have I been playing anything else? No, still mostly just playing Breath of the Wild. Ugh. Well, I mean, I it... did finally get all of the Divine Beasts, and now I'm still going around doing all the, like little quests and everything. Mm-hmm. Really getting my mileage out of that game. I mean, my understanding is you could play it pretty much infinitely. It's pretty damn. Everyone seems to really like Breath of the Wild. I'm happy. People are happy. I I'm Drew. You gotta get it. It's so good. I, you know, I wanna I wanna stick to my guns on the Switch, and I'm sure Breath of the Wild will be like the first thing I sit down and chunk through. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. No, but I get you. I'll, you gotta get that Metroid Prime Four. They still aren't talking about it. What the hell? I, I know. Yeah, where's Metroid Prime Four? I don't. Four. 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 The, the spinoff. Where's one. Metroid Four? Metroid Four. Oh. Oh man. Actually, the Imagine, Zelda. I... Do you guys remember the game Flower? Oh yeah, I remember the game. I Flower. do remember Flower. All right, play that, but but it's a Metroid game. So it so it's like a little Metroid instead of a little yeah. flower, or it's like instead of like some beautiful fauna, it's like some terrifying planet, and you're just like some weird weed. <laughs> it's like a weird goth version of Flower. I want to yeah. I, I want to play that. Yeah, that's now. pretty much all I've been playing. Um, I uh I checked out. I I haven't owned it, but I did check out the new Link's Awakening game. Yeah, that was really cool too. That's I, that's I, actually the that. Zelda I was hoping to play. Like when I eventually get a Switch, like that's actually higher on my radar than Breath of the Wild, just because mm-hmm. nostalgia and it looks Kinda, super cute. Oh, dude, it, I really like the art style. I think they picked a really good art style to go with. Um, I got to play it on uh Drew's uh, Switch, not not this Drew, of course, um, other Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh. And it just struck me of like how much like 
like playing in like a toy box that game is it it really does feel like somebody just made like a big diorama of it mm. and then you're basically just moving all the little pieces i've liked it a lot and there's a lot of quality of life stuff but you know what gets me the most about that game what i totally forgot how like what to do in that game at some point really oh no like what drew was asking me like where do you go for like because we were trying to figure out where to get the seventh key to get into the dungeon and we spent a good hour running around the mountains like where the hell are we supposed to go uh, oh that's so um... we finally looked it up and it was like oh yeah go left and like what the fuck why would we go left oh that's Oof, I, I see i only have like good memories of that game so like i'm clearly omitting all the frustration but uh, i i still love are you guys talking death. about metroid prime oh no we're talking oh, no, about we're talking about Link's awakening yeah you can play it what game uh Link's awakening Oh, Link's Oh, Link's Awakening. I have not actually played it. Oh, you should get it on the Switch. It, yeah, it's a lot sure. of fun. I, you know what, Drew? I actually have a lot of good memories of that game too. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, not of me playing it. it it's weird. Uh, it was the first Zelda I owned, and it was the it was on my. I got on the Game Boy Color, and so I have a really big love of it from a nostalgia thing. But I actually remember most of it, most of it is getting stuck at certain <laughs> points, going over to my cousin and being like, "I don't know what to do. Please help." Oh, well, that that was a and bonding experience. Like, That's great. Yes, and while that was bonding and great, occasionally it would happen where like. Rob, can I have my Game Boy back? Oh, I, I think I got it. Oh, Please no. help. No, no, give my Game Boy back. That was the... It's like, Adam, I've beaten two dungeons for you. I'm like, damn it. I have no idea what to do. There's no game. There's no game for you to play if he does that. Oh. Well, that's fine. He, uh, the, it is, I think, one of his favorite games. He, I think he was able to like knock that game out in like a weekend or something. It, like he would, He's played through that so crap. many times. It shocks me how I'm sure he's listening is. to this. So, Rob... You gotta beat those dungeons. You gotta get with it. Get on it, Rob. All oh, of us right. are cheering you on. So how have you tried out the dungeon creator? I did. I actually did try it out, and it's um both more interesting than I thought and kind of a bit of a letdown. Ooh. So, uh. so Drew, I, I think Oh no, you weren't on this one. So we, we talk me and Zach were uh we recorded an episode, I think it's kind of just lost to time at this point. It's it's lost in my file where. Um but we were talking about how hey Link's Awakening has a dungeon builder, and we speculated, like, hey, I wonder if this is going to be a Zelda maker, like, you know, Mario maker mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, and while it is, it, it's a bit different, actually. So, Zach, the way it actually turned out to work is when you talk to Dompe, he'll actually give you a set of conditions to fulfill, and then you build a dungeon that meets all those conditions. So, oh. you're not really, like, it's not as freeform as I think we were thinking it was going to be. Right, uh, yeah. It's more like, think of all of the preset dungeon rooms in the game those become tiles that you can then place so it becomes yeah. like a he'll be like hey uh build me a dungeon that has three chests two mini bosses and one big boss and you'll build a dungeon that that kind of fits into that schema um, okay i there is a way to transfer transfer it but it, it still is only through that amiibo yeah I, that's I, I kind of hate weird that. yeah i kind of hate that too uh, like because you want other people to play your dungeon like yeah I thought maybe they'd do something like with a QR code or like a like a numerical value code to like transfer it. But no, it, it's through it's only through the Amiibo. Um, but it's weird because it's not like so much a share social feature. It's really is more of just like extra single player content to do that you, mm. that you can kind of build it. And yeah. while it's really interesting and fun huh. to do, it's just kind of not what I thought it was going to be. So it's a bit of a letdown. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if they just released Mario Maker but with Zelda Dungeon, so good. That would be a lot of fun. I, uh, I would be 
pretty down for that. I, I'm wondering if yeah. it's just because it's like an extra feature. Because like for me, I didn't really I I knew the the dungeon creator is in there, but I really just care about the game coming back in full 3D and looking amazing. Like that for me well, is the bit that I'm going to be caring about. You know, right? And that part they did spectacularly. Like it is essentially. Um, the original game, there's a lot of quality of life changes they've made into it. Hmm. So, like, for example, do you remember how you always had to, like, switch all of your items, even, like, the power bracelet and the Pegasus boots and all that? Yes. Well, they've streamlined it so that those things are always equipped now because you have more buttons. So it's like, oh, you always have your Pegasus boots. You can always just automatically pick stuff up. Awesome. Uh, and it it reduces how much time you're spending in menus, which is always good. That's awesome. Uh I think the reason they put it in is because Link's Awakening is actually pretty short, and it is not incredibly difficult. I say, even though as a child I got stuck many times. Mm. Uh, they wanted to justify the price tag, is what you're saying. I, I think that's what they did. I think they felt they needed to bulk up them a bit. That's why there are more seashells mm. to get. Oh, cool. Uh, there are more heart containers to get. I think that's more because there's a new master difficulty on it oh okay uh, can you so, can you still put the name link in and it gives you a different little song is that still a thing i can do that was a thing you could do yeah it was like one of the coolest things if you make your name link um because it was like a four character thing then like the intro the title screen gets a different little song when you play oh what the fuck i didn't know that oh shit dude <laughs> try it out after this like i'm curious all right uh, I'll, I'll try that out uh one last thing to note and this is just a fun anecdote I was thinking of while I was playing Drew's copy of Link's Awakening. Mm. Do you want to take a crack at how many times I died in the original Link's Awakening? Um, you you so, said that you had to have your friend play it for you, so I'm gonna guess. Yeah, my my cousin had to help me. Yeah. Maybe fifty something like that. Does that feel good? Way more. Seventy five. Zach, take a guess. What was the question? How, guess how many times I died in Link's Awakening? No, no, just how many times Adam has died. Uh, originally playing or this time around? Uh, originally playing. 35. Yeah, so I think it was actually in the triple digits. Oh! I'm gonna say 150. I think think so, and maybe I'm misremembering it. I just remember dying a lot in that game. But not necessarily because I was, like, really bad at it. It was because, um, in the original Game Boy version that I played, there is no save menu. Like, the save menu is not obvious. You don't get to hit start and go to the save menu. Uh, you had to hit start and select to bring the save menu up. So yeah. young Adam didn't know that. And the oh. only way I knew how to save was to get myself killed because it brought the saving continue or saving quit button. Oh, so no. Every time I wanted to die, I had to turn the game off. I was like, well, got to go find somebody to kill me. Oh, my God. That's uh, those don't count. Then. Those deaths don't count. And, That's... and it was just so funny because I was I was watching Drew play and he's like, hey, we got to go. And he just hits the start button and saves. And I'm like, wow, gaming has come so far. <laughs> but he's not doing it right. Oh, he's not man. killing himself proper. He's playing with Yeah, new, go, go get yourself killed. New quality gotta, of life You gotta updates. get stabbed properly, you know? Mm-hmm. Nope. So that's that's it for me at the moment. Nice. Drew, what you been playing recently? Oh, let's see. Drew Drew has been uh, trying to get back to, back to his indie roots, as it were. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I feel like you live in your indie roots. Uh, my indie roots are the games that I am happiest with. Um, just because, like, they're tiny. Yeah. Uh, they typically are a little bit more off-kilter. And sometimes they have cool cartoon alligators in them that are trying to solve murder mysteries. And that's the first game I'm going to talk about. Uh, it's called Later Gator. Yes, please. I have... <laughs> Later Gator? <laughs> or Later what? Alligator. It's called Later Gator? Later Alligator. Later Alligator. Yes. All right, all right, all right, I, all right. All right, all right explain this. I've never heard of this game. So for some context, I found out about it because um, I follow the artist of the soundtrack. Uh, and one day he released um, this big uh, this big new thing. He said, hey, this is a preview for this thing that I've been working on. And it was really good. It was this kind of like cool, noir, jazzy kind of thing. And it made me really interested in the game. And the game itself is very interesting because the concept itself is you are a detective that has been called to this fancy hotel where you meet uh, a little alligator, a little alligator in a little alligator world. You're in Alligator New York, and it specifically calls it Alligator New York. And what happens there <laughs> is the alligator informs you, you're, you will uh-huh. love this game, Adam. Like, I play this game and I think of you. Because it is like 20% just puns and 30% just like weird off-kilter humor. Somewhere in there, there's kind of like a... Uh, what do they call it? Not text adventure, but kind of like uh, Monkey Island, the genre there. What, 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 mm-hmm. what is it? Point and click adventure. Like a, like a traditional uh, point, yeah, and point and click, click adventure. adventure. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like a, it's like a really well put together point and click adventure where you're trying to help this alligator find out who in his family is trying to murder him. He's very nervous. He has his birthday set up. Uh, that's why he's at the hotel. Every year when it's his birthday, he treats himself to a stay in the fancy hotel and he gets to have the fancy dinners and the fancy, you know, rooms service and it makes him so happy and he's so really alligators really about treating himself no, like only on his birthday like he's he's clearly like very anxious very antsy it's kind of implied he's worried about nothing but he is also kind of a part of this pseudo mobster family of alligator and so he thinks mm-hmm. the mob you know they're gonna rough him up this time they they don't like him because he's not a mobster kind of guy and he thinks someone's put out a hit on him on his birthday so your job is to travel around alligator new york and talk to all the alligators find every alligator in his family tree do little mini games and little tasks for them and eventually piece together who it is that might be trying to you know rub this guy out on his birthday and um it's just really neat it's uh it's beautifully animated like everything is like kind of this like very pretty hand-drawn-esque style uh i believe the animators uh originally worked on uh spider-man and batman or something like 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 some famous oh my god it's them yeah but like but like they got really good at, at animating like they're really good at what they do now. Like, just look at the trailer, and it's awesome. Um, I think their studio is called Boo, and they have, like, these, like, cool little ghost logos, and that's pretty much why I bought it. <laughs> okay, I'll have to check this out at some point. I'll, that sounds yeah, fun. I'll send it to you. It's just, terrible. it's it's very, like, it's it's short. It's pretty much just, like, a delightful romp. It's not, like, a big JRPG or something you're going to sit down and think about. What platform is it on? Uh, it's PC. Uh, I believe it's PC. PC? Um, I don't think it's on console. It, it's an indie game. Like, they're doing the just... Mm-hmm. If you have a computer, play it situation. Uh, And it's just a lot of fun. It's just very cute. One of my favorite interactions, um, you have to go down to the arcade. And in the arcade, Mm -hmm. there's lots of sketchy individuals. There's uh, 
there's the greaser who kind of hangs out and like fixes up the machines and has like a kind of like a backstory there's this old couple playing pool and they're just like jabbing at each other and there's this little alligator girl called annie who mm-hmm. is in charge of the like child appropriate uh anime forum uh and wants to do <laughs> like she specifically says oh. like this is what i lead um and she wants you to help like cheat at a game so she can get all the big prizes in it so you like help her Mm -hmm. you help her win and during that time she has like fun little jabs about like you know society and whatnot she's just like like a really snarky little alligator that just wants all the prizes and is out for herself it's it's just like it's got like fun little characters i recommend it i think it'd be i think you would enjoy it adam and you as well zach if you like alligators yeah i'll have to check it out yeah, that, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll play that after Link's Awakening and Cast and Bloodstained. Oh god, it's really short. Oh. You you could probably fit it in between them and not lose Good. much time. Strong like, strong argument. Instead, Zach, why not play it at work? Yeah, yeah, like just in I, between. Yeah, in fuck between. the man. <laughs> play it at work. Yeah, just 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 show him who's <laughs> boss with with your alligator oh, yeah. hands. Let's see. Outside of that, uh, I suppose it's time for Hades Watch 2019. Oh, yeah. It's still Hades good. It, it's still good, guys. It's still real good. Um, <laughs> it just I keeps assume getting it is. better. Like, at what? I keep waiting for the point in which I am just like, oh, I need to buy this. Well, I feel me, like hey, it's the December, moment I'm like. December 10th, it shows up on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's I'm fucking time. getting it. I'm really excited. Uh, their latest update added a lot of good stuff. Um, a lot of quality of life. The animations were just all bumped up. Like it's all higher frame rate, much nicer. It just looks more professionally put together now. How is that possible? It already looked great. Well, yeah, like, it looked fantastic. Well, but now before. it looks smoother. Like they added a, like a lot of oh. nice smooth animations. Like you know what that that's fair because some animations did look a little stiff but i thought that was maybe like some animation technique to like you know like add more impact onto a thing totally like i thought like oh maybe this just looks kind of stiff so totally that's really cool they're still touching it up like that yeah and like um they're like every time they have an update they basically flesh out one of the characters there they've added uh more they've add, they have like a real ending now like it's not the way they're going to end it it's implied there's something that happens after but you know, there is a conclusion-ish thing going mm-hmm. on, and it's quite nice. Okay. They um, they added in a new character, um, basically so that they could have her come back and sing. Like, um, you know, you know, Transistor, you know, the, uh, <laughs> they basically yeah. took that character and put her back and made her a nymph instead. And now they have a new title song that's really, really good. And um, <laughs> it's just, it's just more super giant. I mean, being listen, awesome. they Listen, Supergiant Games has, like, there's one guy who, there's somebody who does music, and then him and one other be sing, and they will show up their games from now on time. That is what it, you that know? proud tradition continues, a hundred percent. I was gonna say, when I saw it, I was like, hey, this lady's doing the song, it's like, I thought she already did a song, I thought it was, like, a given. I mean, yeah. I, uh, I'm sure she's, like, contracted into it, but, like, no, like, gotcha. the character, um, basically you find her in what, in, I think it's Asphodel, and um mm. she gives you like a lot of nice buffs they added um your weapons now have variants that you can add so like you'll have the oh. base version you'll have the hades version you'll have the achilles version you'll have the chaos version oh i like that i mean are they all are they all sort of side grades or are they so they like, basically is there like a strict upgrade path it, they they're side grades they basically remix the weapon 
And I, Ooh. they remix it and they, they have this system in place where you can now upgrade your weapon as a whole. And I've actually been doing that just because I really like the way the spear handles in that game. And the variants on it are very cool, but I've kind of built the, the way I like to play around the way the original one handles. And the new one has mm. like this kind of like you throw it and then you like chase after it kind of like, uh, like that thing in Final Fantasy 15, you throw your sword, you, you warp to it, kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, and then the other one—that's pretty cool. Yeah, like no, they just like uh, keep adding cool new stuff and like new little balances and whatnot. It's it's just getting good. It's just getting even better. Go buy it. See, go buy that, it. That actually gets to one of the points that I, that I was wondering if, because um, I think when I last checked it, they had they had just added the uh, the rifle because there was the sword, the shield, the spear, and the rifle. Mm-hmm. And I was curious if they were going to add any new weapons, but it sounds like they're kind of. Maybe instead of new weapons, they're doing side variants of the weapons. I think they will um, probably add a new weapon or two by the end of it. Um, but so yeah, far, like, what what is a good game without a good axe? Um, they don't. True. I don't think they have an axe yet, actually. So they should add that in. See, they should get that going. That, that was yep. I really wanted them to give you Death Scythe because Death shows up in that game. Or who, what is his name? Thanatos. 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 There we go. Thank you. Uh, he shows up with this dope scythe, and I'm a sucker for any game that lets you have a scythe. So please, Hades, give me that scythe. You know, I, I'll beat his ass. I think I'll beat his ass. I'll take it from him. So I, my theory is that's probably what's going to happen. Like they keep implying this, like <gasps> this, like fight between the two of them, and I'm pretty sure at some point you're going to fight him. Like, so you you get to beat the shit out of Thanatos? I don't know. I just think they're gonna do that because his weapon is so cool and i would be very shocked if they don't integrate it in some way so so zach i'll say this um when i was playing through it he showed up and he is just like this weird rival he seems like the aloof rival that's like well i have to stop you now bet you won't win this time and you fight him uh and his scythe is really prominent in his art like it's almost like like him modeling let me look, look at this up. thing. It's like, wow, me, that does look me, cool. May I have it? No, let us fight instead. Mm. How did I forget the name of the... Oh, it's just Hades. It's, it's just Hades. Oh. It's, just, it's, just, it's just one word. So, Buy it. Drew, while he's looking that up, yeah? tell me, I was told they changed something with Cerberus. They added like a new zone with Cerberus or something. So Yeah, wow, that scythe is very obvious. Sorry. <laughs> it's a very obvious scythe, and it's a very cool one. Um, t- For you, Adam... I don't want to spoil things. I will say they um, integrate Cerberus in some fashion, and okay, and you can pet him now. I will say that they added petting of uh, Cerberus, oh. which was not there originally. So Yay! you know, the game the game's getting where it needs to be. The game's getting where it needs to I be. I feel like they added that because of the pet the dog meme. I am sure. I. I I am a hundred percent sure. Like, listen, Zach, it's not a meme. It is now an assumed feature. It, we live in the year two thousand nineteen. If your game ha- has animals and I am unable to pet them, you fail. We have standards. We just have standards. But yeah, um, what happens if you're playing Dishonored? Um, huh? what do you mean? What happens if you're playing a Dishonored and you come across a dog? Uh, mm-hmm. do you pet oh, the dog? Oh, that's true. You can't pet the dog in Dishonored. Uh, well, but that didn't come out in two thousand nineteen. So I think it's. You know what? In okay. I feel like if they had been thinking and if they really cared, they would have allowed you to hypnotize the dog so it wouldn't kill you and then pet it. And I think you can possess a dog, which might be close to petting, maybe? I don't know if I'd call that... I I, I would call that as petting the dog. Well, listen, if I if I possess somebody and like pat my, the, myself on the head while I'm possessing them, have I pet 
them or did I just pat myself? Mm. These are the deep kind of questions you'll only get on Nitwick. Really asking the true questions. Dumb things. The dumbest. Also, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not allowed to say bad things about Dishonored, so I'm not going to comments on not being able to pet dogs it's in my contract that's right zach that arcane studios money isn't making itself <laughs> oh that's sweet sweet arcane studios money <laughs> wait you, adam you were saying a thing and oh, i rudely man. cut you off what were you saying oh no i was just saying i i, I now have an idea for an episode we can do i'll tell you later ooh, ooh, it's little... dogs i bet it's dogs <gasps> oh my god zach you're clairvoyant oh. it might be dogs oh. i can't because you know what we have i have some things to say about video game dogs hold up can, can we at least if we do that can we bring up fable we're in fucking fable too I, of course i expect you to okay okay in that case thanks listeners next week we'll be talking about dogs but until then uh there's one more indie game that i want to talk about uh that was hades watch okay. 2019 by the way it was uh okay just just keep watching it keep playing it i recently started playing a game called everything and it's really oh weird. everything yeah yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. That- I know about this one. Mm-hmm. So it's basically got a bunch of philosophical quotes from a guy who's talking about basically, basically philosophically talking about the ex- meaning of existence and yes. the point of things. It it's a very meta game. It's a very it's very weird. It it's the kind of thing mm-hmm. that you play it and you recognize that this was not intended to like sell units. This was designed because someone had time on their hands and a dream, and it just. It's just very cool for those who don't know. The concept is basically you are you start off in theoretical world and you kind of explore the systems and learn to be anything, everything in that world. So you start off as a dot. You then kind of figure out how to move and then you become, in my case, a horse. And from there... Wait, you went from... You went from dot to horse? I started off as a black horse. I don't know why. It was really weird. Um, huh. And from there, you kind of learn to, like, evolve or devolve or ascend or descend to different things or creatures in the universe based off their mm-hmm. size. So I started as a black horse, and I started finding other black horses to, like, join my crew. And I learned how to sing to them so they would like me. And then I learned how to, like dance with them and basically create like a nice horse family and then i became a flower and i was a little flower patch moving around and i got more flower patches and we danced some more i then became Mm -hmm. a rock and the rock was a rock uh i then became a wolf uh from a wolf i became a tree from a tree i became a mountain and then i became an island and then i became the planet and then I went down and found another planet to become. And then I became a, hmm. uh, I, like a, I think it was a ladybug. I became a ladybug at one point. And like all these, hmm. all these things, all, like it's shockingly detailed. Like there's tons of just different things for you to become. And the rules for each of them are pretty similar for the way you control them. But they all have like pretty custom animations and like different ways of doing little things. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I've seen gameplay. I've seen gameplays. Yes, uh, that's probably don't, worth. Don't they discussing. just sort of? Don't they just sort of rotate? Yeah, like that's the conceit. Is like every move is kind of like a, it almost feels like it's supposed to be like an hour or like a block of time. Because like if I'm a horse, I don't walk like a horse. I like rotate on the ground in a very funny, dumb yeah. way. And then I find... Yeah, it is, it is hilarious how everything moves around in this game. Yes, and, like, you're not wrong about the philosophical meta stuff that they throw in. They totally throw that in. Um, and it's really oh, interesting. by the way... Yeah. 
What's up? Uh, the philosopher, I think, is it Alan Watts? Maybe it, th- it might be. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's that because I. The reason I remember everything is because <laughs> uh, I remember watching the trailer for it, mm-hmm. and I remember I remember just getting into even a weird meditative state, just watching this trailer and having it talk to me about stuff and watching the visuals. The game does. So I can't. It has a lot of autoplay stuff happen where you can just watch mm-hmm. things play out and it just basically does a game of life simulation. And even that is kind of fun just because you can like pop in and change what you're playing as or what's being played as. It's just, it's a really meditative, weird kind of thing and I'm really enjoying it. It almost sounds kind of like a, it almost feels like one of those like kind of walking simulator things, mm. except it's more of like a life sim kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a good way of looking at it. You know, I I actually have it on my list of things to check out. So maybe you playing it has kind of inspired me to go check it out and just kind of see what it's about. Yeah, I mean, um, it's it's uh, it's like, you know, a pretty... Your mileage will vary based off of who you are. But if you're at all interested mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like, well, you never know with these kind of things, I give it like uh, the full pass. Like, it's, it's a trip. It's very fun. Um... It, it, so you're saying I can play this game to help manage my anxiety. You you sure can, Zach. You sure can. Okay. Because what's more peaceful than becoming a birch tree and just dancing for 20 minutes? Uh, real yeah. talk, I, I do remember when I was watching that trailer, even just some of the lines. Maybe I've just become a fan of like Alan Watts, but it was just like some of the stuff that they were talking there. It was like, yeah, you know what? That does make a lot of sense. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Alan. And thanks, everything trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the philosophy they're spouting is like you are everything essentially. Yeah, it's Unitarianism or something like that. It, it, there's a lot in there that. about you know you get more out of life by having different perspectives. That's kind of how they've introduced the idea of the game. Is like, oh, you're not changing the model. You're getting a new perspective on this world you're in, and now you have the perspective of a leaf, and now you have the perspective of a bird, and now you have the perspective yeah. of a cloud. And it's weird because it is, like, clearly there was a budget. Clearly, you know, it's not fully animated. And, like, you have these funny kind of motions to kind of make up the difference. But even then, it still is just a very fun thing to do. And it does get you kind of thinking about, you know, what what even is life and what you're doing and all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really hear cool. the game is really good at delivering on that premise. Yeah, it is. Well, it is. You've sold me. I'll go try it out. Sweet, fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've been meaning to try it out, so you've just reminded me. Cool. Um, the, the only thing, like the final thing I want to say about it that I picked up while playing it is, it feels almost like a minimalist No Man's Sky in the sense that, like, it it doesn't have like a generated universe, but it's obviously got some random generated terrain stuff going on. And it mm. it just kind of feels like the exploration is there, but they solved the problem of having to like have a bunch of things to do with like a really clever twist. And so I gotcha. I really like it. I think it's a ton of fun and it's very interesting to play. And that's that's my indie trash watch 2019, uh, October 26th. And that's what I got. That's what I've been playing. That's what I've been Tune in next week for Indie Watch. Mm-hmm. What indies will Willie be watching? Oh. Wait. Why is there an indie watch and a Hades watch? Um, One of those has got to switch. Uh, you, gotta, you can't have two watches. Uh, you can't have no, a watch. No, no, no. We can't have watchception. Oh, you're. Uh, mm. Yeah, if we were to hold on, guys, if we had too many watches, we'd be over encumbered. Mm. We would be overwatched. Ooh, I'm giving you all the snaps. I'm giving you all the snaps. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, it's so good. All right, we better wrap this we up because we're not beating that tonight. We should. Yeah, we're not getting ahead of that one. Um, uh, do we know? Do we want a lesson? Uh, I would love a lesson from you, Zach. Please inspire us. Okay.
Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson. Always make sure to get all your food preparation in handy just in case the electric company for your entire fucking state decides to be an asshole and shut off the power. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everyone. What a pointed lesson, Zach. Uh, that was oddly specific. <laughs> oh. Listen. Oh, man. I'm sure none of us are happy with PG&E right now. I Absolutely not. I Yeah. Well, we'll end it there. <laughs> All right. Audience, if you now have decided where now you want to write to us, because we've checked in on you with this delightful podcast, Drew, where could they send their their letters? Why, why, audience members, you could send your letters, your thoughts, your feelings, your tough questions to, to teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team N-I-T-W-I-C at gmail.com. And uh, do it. Do it now. You'll love it. Um, oh, you, got, you gotta. You gotta do you it. You gotta. Um, oh, thank man. you. Thank you for sticking around. We're gonna be back uh, next time. We might be talking about video game dogs. It's not official, but you know, it's in the air. So if you're a fan of those two Could things, be. imagine them together, explained to you by three charming young men. Think about it. Oh man, thinking about it. Young it, men it we're sounds... gonna get. Yeah, who are the young men? Uh, they're from the three houses. We'll pick one from each house. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Got it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Have a great one. If they show love, I'm going to show it back. If the catch is too small, I'm going to throw it back. I've done a lot, but I ain't got a lot to show for that. All right, yeah, let's do that again. If they show love, I'm going to show it back. If the catch is too small, I'm going to throw it back. I've done a lot, but I ain't got a lot to show for that. Alright, yeah, let's get into it. A lot of things have happened since we last spoke. Like smash hopes, half empty, not his glasses broke. And I'm the captain of this crash boat. So when it's time to sink and swim, I always choose to do the back flow. I know that not a lot of humans are as sharp as I am. My modesty's my greatest quality, it's not, I'm lying. I know I'm only just alright with this hard of rhyming. No, I'm not applying myself. In fact, I'm hardly trying. But just imagine what would happen if I stuck to rapping, man. I'd probably have a helicopter and a couple mansions with some guard dogs and a bunch of fans they love attacking. Probably not, but it's fun to imagine. Hey, uh, I can't complain it well, man. I'm just happy to be here. I'd be ecstatic if we happened to have a repeat here. Thanks to Pro Leader, I'm rapping the heaters while passing the reefer, man. That's what I call having a breather. If they show love, I'ma show it back. If the catch is too small, I'ma throw it back. I've done a lot, but I ain't got a lot to show for that.